Welcome back to Dark Nexus. Tonight, it's Act 2, Chapter 66. We are well and truly inside Iris Hill now. Not just inside the compound, but inside the actual manor itself. Standing like one does in the dining room, covered in the blood of both Roni and an alien octopus vampire creature that flew across the vast void of space to come here to try to kill Roni. Over in the other corner, wow, our uh, I feel so special. Our other our other little uh, friend, Mr. Muddy Buddy, is dissolving into a, a puddle of mud as we say goodbye to our friend who literally saved Roni's life. We salute you. Oh my god, when, and I have to confess, when it was first cast, my initial thought was, "Oh, that's cute." Yes. <laughs> that's okay. Right. It's gonna it's gonna it'll it'll probably maybe distract him and take some Fucking saved the day. Yeah, I was yeah. less generous. <laughs> I was thinking, oh fuck, we just wasted around on the summoning spell. But instead, defying you, expectations, Dadwick <laughs> rises again. Yay, Dadwick! You saved my ass. So most of the party is doing just fine. Not a, not a huge <laughs> amount of resources expended thus far. Not a lot of damage taken. Uh, but let's let's turn our sights onto Roni, uh, my friend John. Yes. <laughs> Just how fucked is Roni right now? Oh, well, on a scale of uh, 1 to 10, with 10 being the best and 1 being the worst, he's a negative 10. Okay. He's, okay. he's doing pretty bad. He, I've got a con of 6 right now. Mm-hmm. And so what, was, uh, what was the total con damage? Was it 4? Four? 4. four. I think. Okay, so you had 4 con damage. 4 con damage, which is out of you by the star 12 vampire. hit points gone and can't be gotten back up 12? until that... Yeah. yeah. So... Roni is lying on the ground of the dining room here oh, in just... intense amounts of pain. Still sh- wrapped in, in the embrace of this thing. Like, it didn't let go of him. It just slumped on top of him when he fell down. So he's probably underneath the dead body of this thing. <laughs> and you've got to, like, pull the huge sucker spike out of your chest. He's just ashen, nearly bloodless, <laughs> gasping on the ground. And, hey, let's just remind everybody that he will not accept any healing... Yeah. This is the best From part. Dadwick. This is the best part. The only person who can use lesser restoration on him is the person he does not trust. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is bad. This is bad business. Well, I'll, so you could just knock him out. I, and- I'll try. Uh, Adora will definitely try diplomacy to try to help convince him, or maybe get a boost to his save, if if that's an option. It is not. <laughs> but interesting concept. I mean, I think I think that right now he's still underneath the thing, and. Uh, he, if you want to keep him there as long as... Yeah, sure. Until you pull there. him out, like... Would um, uh, Dabwick be able to alter self to look like maybe a kindly gnome female and try to uh, convince Roni to accept healing from a new, different person? I think that might um, make things worse. You know, yeah, you more complicated than it shape, needs to be. So. Well, no one has actually figured out yet that he's paranoid. They just know that I have some well, kind of... Beast. You, you, yeah. Have we don't. resisted help from Dabuk before. That's true. Mm, tell you what, Katie, give me a give me a wisdom check. Because you spent a whole day chatting. Eighteen. I'm sorry, nineteen. So that beats the DC of the actual madness itself. So I think let's sort of put it together as kind of all coming into focus in these moments here, Dora, as you know, you yeah. were back away from this fight quite a bit. Yeah. And as you as you have been for a, a bunch of the fights, 
Um, as I'm thinking back to the uh, the series of combats inside Fort Halecourse, where you had for several chapters kind of a bird's eye view, invisibly, mm-hmm. of the interactions between Roni and Dabs. Let's say at this point you are starting to wrap your head around like I don't you know I don't think she thinks in terms of clinical diagnosis, but you know this is not clinical anyways. It's just a game. I think she understands uh, both you know the nature of his paranoia as what it is, and that uh, clearly. And essentially, you know, he is not going to accept help from anybody until he... Willingly. Willingly. Until this situation is brought to a dormant state. We have to try. He can't go on like this. Dora. Dora, 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 help, help me. Help Grip, me. can... Can you... Help me. Get this thing off him. Uh, yeah, I'm, and I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to think, like, is there anything... But the parrot... The, I don't know if would Grip try to convince him, but if, like if diplomacy won't work, that angle probably won't work either, because he's already expressed concern that hey, the, this this my my most trusted friend apparently is also on this guy's side. So like I don't, I probably don't even have any. There's no no one has any leverage over the paranoia, right? Nobody uh, has any leverage over the paranoia, aside from like supernatural means, right? But like just talking to him ain't gonna help. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that's also sinking into the two of you as to just how bad this is. That this is up on hypnosis. This is beyond uh, <laughs> this is beyond a conversation. This is now, you know, and it's like Grip, of course, understands this because the thing he feels about these bladed weapons is not something anybody can talk him out of. Right. You know, it's irrational. It's completely irrational. Right, 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 right. Um, th- then, yes, I will, I will. I will try to lift this this thing off of off of Roni. God, it probably weighs hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Well, but I you am, do. You I do. Am You're quite very strong. strong. You're very um, strong. I, over my head, uh, off the ground, I can lift 460 pounds. Oh. I can drag or push 1,100. There wow. we go. All right, yeah. so you can drag this alien monstrosity Damn. off of an ashen, dying Roni. Is everybody has everybody moved inside the house now? Like I'm looking on the map here, and Dabs and Dora are still standing in the open air of the courtyard. Is that true, or have we moved inside? Oh, Dabs would have moved in. Okay, for sure. Um, <laughs> I'm reading up on hypnosis. Okay. Um, there is an implant suggestion option. Uh-huh. This is not supernatural, right? But it's extracurricular or whatever. I mean, like it's. You Tell know, me about it. Um. So there's willing and unwilling, and you, I'm guessing that because of the the madness, this would be unwilling. Yes. So to implant a suggestion, she spends one minute inducing a trance-like state in the subject, after which she attempts a diplomacy check. If the check is successful, she implants the course of action as a suggestion spell with a duration of 10 minutes plus 10 additional minutes for everyone when it would be like this this would allow have the potential of working yes this is supernatural essentially okay yeah. um, the save DC is equal to 10 plus half her character level plus her charisma modifier she can attempt to subtly implant a suggestion in the mind of an unwilling creature with an attitude of indifferent or better after one minute of continuous calm interaction with that creature but the DC is 10 higher Ooh. that's yeah. what we're looking at here yeah I think this is worth trying. I'm not going to use hypnosis on anything else today. <laughs> I want to note, this just doing this will take one full minute. So far, we've been inside the compound yeah. for about five minutes. 
just want to remind everybody of what's happening time-wise. If we want to stop and take a minute in the dining room here to do this, a minute will pass. What? So what happens if that minute is interrupted? Oh, she can try again. Okay, so yeah. there's not, it doesn't, we don't lose the potential of doing that. No, if that... No, no, no. So it's either take a minute now, try this, and maybe make the chance for him accepting help better, or just try to cast the scroll on him and, and risk it that he fails the will save. Hey, real quick. Yeah. What's y'all's goal here tonight? <laughs> God. You, How you dare go you? Hell. You go to hell. <laughs> I, I lay that before you. Please discuss. That's, that's a valid question. Well, I mean, overarching goal always to survive. Yeah. So um, that's what we're dealing with right now. Uh, but we'll get back to you on the other thing, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, he, six constitution is not anything to be trifled with. Oh, but no, it's, it's totally desperate deadly. and terrible. We have to heal. We have to restore him. So do we want to take a minute and risk things coming back? or coming up, or coming down, or coming from wherever the fuck they're gonna come from in this place? Or do we just try it and risk losing a scroll? A very precious, valuable scroll. Honestly, I would rather risk the minute. I don't have an answer to um, our illustrious DM's question, but... um, um, Well, I certainly think we're trying to thin the herd of villains in Thrushmore here as best we can. Johnny Johnny the player wants to point out that it is a will save that I have to make. I have a pretty good will save. Yeah, Um, it's not a totally guaranteed failure. Yeah. Right? He's made it before. And and you're seeing that you, Dora, you have to get somewhere in the 30s. Mm -hmm. And you can do that? If you roll a natural 19. Anything can happen. Not necessarily. (laughs) Mathematically, that's not true. There's a hard limit to these numbers. Hey, Johnny, what is uh, Roni's will save modifier? It is a plus seven. So you have to get to 37. Which, what kind of check is it? Diplomacy. I have a plus 14. Okay. So no, No. I can't make it. So that that, that knocks that idea. Yeah. And I think that, just interpret that as, you know... (laughs) Uh, Dora's analytical brain quickly yeah, going through the permutations and realizing it. I can't do this quick enough. He's not going to listen to me in this circumstance. Uh, he's literally dying on the floor. Damn, I raised my own charisma modifier. Make that check harder. Well, okay. So let's try it. Then we got to risk the scroll, right? That's, what, we have that's to the only the option. Okay. Although I could certainly be taking my own wand and healing myself as this is going on. For sure, yeah. Because I think that's at least what I would be doing. They are definitely having a brief conversation. Go ahead, Johnny. So yeah. I'll, I'll start healing yeah, myself. Yeah, roll a up. couple of hits on the wand. All right. Is there any... Oh, that's nice. Like, could he be distracted from the fact that this scroll is about to be cast on him? No. No, we're right. not getting around this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep trying. I know. I think, I mean, <laughs> Katie's suggestion, essentially, basically, um, uh, like a, a supernatural suggestion, power of suggestion could overcome this, but like, it's not going to happen through mundane means. This is. And how much damage, ability damage? Did four. You? Four. Four. Okay. So. It's doable in one. It's doable in one scroll, he, but he it may take. He only needs three to get him back up to his full hit point potential, right? No, no I need four. four. Oh, you do? So yeah. it may take two scrolls, and I've got two scrolls, but it may take two to get him back <laughs> yeah. up to It is what it is. Full, it but is, it is yeah, what it is. That's it why is. we have them. The spell itself takes three rounds, but a scroll, that's one. No, it's no. going to take three rounds. Three rounds. But he only has to make one will save, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be brutal. 
So I think if if the plan is while Roni's healing himself for Dabs to start casting the scroll, I mean Robert, you know, realistically, if you're thinking Grip's impulse would be to try to distract him and talk to him, of course Grip can be doing that. We just won't get any sort of there's mecha- no mechanical there's no mechanical benefit. benefit but I, th- I think he would like trying to distract a child before he gets a shot. Yes, yes. Um, like, hey, look at this! Isn't this funny? Um, but no, honestly, <laughs> what he would probably be more likely for to do check. would be before you before uh, Dab starts casting. Uh, would be to shut this front door. Shut the front door. <laughs> and then I think Grip would stand over here by the other hallway that leads out of yeah. this room and yeah. just kind of keep an eye on that while these and, proceedings are proceeding. And there's a stairway, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the star vampire is uh, a puddle of goo at the bottom of the stairway going up. So, so nothing's coming down there too quickly. Nope, no. Um, so yeah, great. I'm, I'm going to move him over by this doorway and he will be keeping a, a watch. Robert, when... Grip gets over there, closer to this doorway that leaves the dining room here, which is down kind of a short 10-foot hallway. Mm-hmm. You do see that there is scrawled on the door in what seems to be blood. Beware the hound. And then a series of tick marks as though something was being counted or tabulated. Ugh. That's on. That's on. On now the western door there that goes into the front hall of Iris Hill. Okay, I'm, uh, I, I relay that. Okay. What the fuck? Does that ring any bells for anyone? Yeah. Can we make any knowledge checks or anything? Unknown. Okay. Unknown. Uh, there are fifteen tick marks. As Roni is healing himself, like he kind of, you see him sort of like start to change the way that he's sitting, where he moves from like that. Uh, gull posture well, back the, the into more sort of like a Roni posture and stuff if he starts to regain some strength and stuff. So he's not quite at his max, uh, but he's pretty close. He's got a single charge left on the Wand of Cure Light Wounds. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And after three rounds, Dabs completes the spell. <sighs> All right. Give me a will save there for Roni, Johnny. Oh, 27. Oh. Oh, uh, amazing. That's good? Yeah. Yeah. Like, my brain is actually processing. I mean, their mud buddy just saved me, so. Don't build it up too much. Still have to roll a d4. (laughs) No, no, but in in this moment, like, I think that Roni sees that Dabwick is trying to help him yeah. and so yeah. he, he's he's willing to accept accept this help because you just saved his life there's like a brief moment again where he is his the, the cloudiness goes away and he sees you and and puts his like takes yeah. your hand yeah accepts the help yeah okay Paul don't fuck this roll up <laughs> come on man god damn it it's 1d4 plus 1 no 1d4 <laughs> Two. All right. All right. Okay. Hey, I'll take it. Back up to eight con, and you get six more hit points back along with that. That's so huge. And we've already rolled a will save, so does that mean? No. Nope. Each time. <laughs> but but I, I feel like I feel the like circumstantial at least... plus one. No. God damn it! <laughs> not, we're not getting anything. We're not. We're not going to work around these madnesses. No. This is this is a question that I have. Is there any moment in there where? Roni starts to recognize that there is this a moment where Roni starts to recognize that there's something wrong with him like it it could go away but I think in this moment at least like he's not 
actively trying to move away. I think when Dora had the madness, it was only when it went latent that she recognized. Oh, uh, okay. Anything, you know yeah, but I mean? like, like, so in the case of Grips, though, Grip does actually understand he's scared of these things, and he knows that. I, I, you know, this is irrational. I can't do anything about it, but I, I know that I'm scared of this. Tell you what, give me a, give me a, an intelligence check. Twenty-three. I think I'm comfortable with the idea that Roni is starting to recognize that he's fucked up. That doesn't doesn't mean he can't paranoia. control it, but right. he but he still re- is starting to recognize that there's something wrong with him. Like he wouldn't. You know, I can see, like, if this gets bad enough, him actively fighting anybody trying to even yeah. do therapy. Yeah. So I think he's, he would be very, <laughs> you know, you, you had to kind of be sideways conned into it this morning yeah. because a, a, a casual conversation started. But I think, yeah, okay. Boy, this is weird. But yeah, so paranoid, but recognizing maybe my all of my thoughts aren't my own. Oh, is that even scarier? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, again, <laughs> I feel like it goes back to it circles right back into the grand conspiracy of yes. like, if my own, if my thoughts aren't my own, how do I know that what I'm doing is what I want to do? And if I can't trust myself, who can I trust? Like, it, so it, so it's the thing of trying to fight against it, but it starts to spiral back into it. So he's trying to focus on Dabwick, of like Dabwick's doing this to help me. They are trying to help me. I can They're see reading that. I the can scroll. feel it. Yes. I can feel it and stuff. But, but, but what if that's what if that's what they want? That's what they want me to think. <laughs> this is what, what they want. wants me to this think. This is what they're trying. That's not. That's not a scroll of restoration. That's not what they're trying to do. Everything that's happened the last X days has led up to this moment for Dabuk <laughs> to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Another another three rounds go by. Nineteen. Uh, and you accept the second scroll, but not as strongly. <laughs> it just squeaks by. Only one. Hey, okay. one is still great. All right, we are up to nine con. That is a point that will heal overnight with rest. You don't even have to do like a full day's rest to get that back. So he's going to be down max hit points, but at least he's looking significantly better after this grotesque blood draining. We just blew about a half a minute here at this point. A lot of thinking happened very, very quickly. Grip has cased the room. We're not hearing any sounds of anything coming from above. Again, a flight of stairs that you know go up to the sitting room where you have seen Mellison's desk. And then this one hallway that goes down to the Beware the Hound door uh, towards the main hall of the first floor here. I vote we go up. Agreed. Do we remember... What, 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 what do we remember about that room... There was there was um, uh, Melison and this floating head, mm-hmm. and room full of blood, soaking mm-hmm. blood carpet. That's okay. So we're going there. <laughs> Great. Yes. All right. Who's we are first? Choosing to go to the blood-soaked carpet. So we're just we're just fully in exploration mode. Well. I, I think that I think that we want to like the, keep the keep going while we can go. Bodies might be up there. Yeah. One of our intents is to kill. Yeah. I I also think those like creatures. As uh, as Roni took that last spell, again like his eyes sort of uncloud and he says, "Thanks, Dab." Yeah. All right. Of course. Yeah. 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 Yeah, let's go. Let's go. 
Um, I f- did anyone else feel judged uh, when Rob asked yes. us if we were in yes. exploration mode? Yes. There was a question uh, earlier a about what judged. are we doing here? Did we answer that question? We did not. We dodged, we we dodged I mean, that. Our, 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 goal, our goal is to go through and like take out anybody that's yeah. here as quickly as we can so that there are less... Fewer. Less enemies to fight when they start to come back. We are still acting on the surprise that we gave them by yes. taking everyone out of town. Yeah. They don't know that. We have limited s- time. We have limited time, but they still don't know we're here. We're trying to wipe out all we of have, their resources we have that we wiped can. wiped out the plant guys in yeah. the, uh, the topiary guardians in the in the courtyard. And it what is. else? The, the idus. The idus. And now this... Horrible, horrible star vampire. Right. You've removed the rope down to whatever fuckery is in that hole in the stable. Yeah, yeah. we're trying to fuck up their shit too. I mean, and then like, I guess shit. like bigger picture, Grip Grip wants to find out where Lowell's is because he still wants to kill yeah, Lowell's. So, oh. Yeah, so another like, point in, of going in, up to, to Mellison's office is information about where Lowell's is, oh, which is the whole reason. We're while we're while we're here, I would absolutely take some other some of my remaining poison and drop it into one of these. Um, on the table. On the table. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so if there's like a bottle that seems like one that hasn't been drunk from yet, I would dose it. Totally buy that. 100%. Consider it dosed. Belladonna, dosed. Are you feeling um, like taking point there, uh, Roni, or you want me to go up first? No, I got this grip. Quite certain, Millicent's uh, room will be trapped. That's probably true. Start checking for traps. She doesn't seem like the most trusting person. <laughs> so, Roni leads the way, sneaking up the stairs. Give me a perception check there for checking for traps on your way up. That is a 24 All or right. 25. Seems clean, and this seems like a well and frequently traversed set of stairs. Lots of uh, dirty and bloody footprints going up and down the stairs. As you hit the top, you come out into this very, very large sitting room with the uh, big fireplace, the massive round table with the stuffed high back chairs in it, the old patterned wallpaper, and Mellison's desk right there in front of you. Uh, the carpet is indeed, as Dora saw in uh, the recent psychometry vision, just matted and sticky with blood. And there are like draping swaths across the ground that are about the size of a star vampire tentacle. So <laughs> pretty quickly you're like, huh, I think maybe this thing lived up here or was fed up here. And indeed, the giant round table has been cleared of books <laughs> on the floor and it's just a bloody mess. There's no body on the table, but you <laughs> quickly get a picture of like people being thrown onto this table the star vampire feeds and then it sloshes around the room spraying and dragging blood everywhere while Mellison calmly works at the desk heading up into the chamber and you can all feel free to move your tokens up now there is one door out to the hallway around the corner that you'll see when you get at the top of the stairs there there's a western door that leaves out of this room this is the door through which Dora observed Tima and Ray enter the room to talk to Mellison again this just is a complete shit show of books piles of books sprays of books messes of books all over the floor just absolutely everywhere Looks as though at no point was there any effort to maintain an order that makes any sense to any of you. 
But of course, there's two of you with particularly analytical minds. And as you do pass some leaning, (laughs) careening towers, imagine the two of you, both uh, Dora and Roni, are clocking a little bit of like, huh, by the titles here, maybe there was some kind of general shared interest. Maybe there was at one point some sort of actual, like, logic or... Would they be, is there a feeling that they might be related to Lowell's adventures, his expeditions? At a quick glance, I'd say 75% of them seem to be maybe not intellectually sound examinations into the occult. (laughs) Perhaps like this is where... Maybe, you know, he bought a lot of books about occult subjects. and he maybe bought all the books about occult subjects. All of the books, exactly. And maybe and then, some of them ended up here because they turned out to be mostly filled with supposition or... Garbage. Uh, or garbage. You gotta mm-hmm. sift through a lot of stuff to find the pearls. Yeah. Yes. And then you'd say, like, you know, a good chunk of the remaining bit of them do seem to be books about traveling through different parts of the world. My travels in XYZ, mm-hmm. uh, the people and places of ABC, that sort of thing. Yeah. Travelogues, um, anthropological studies, cultural Stuff explorations. you want to know if you were going deep into somewhere to retrieve something. Exactly. And I would say in this room, the two of you especially are super, super smart. You don't notice any particular theme or focus here. But again, this is also the room where the books were allowed to be sprayed all over the place and covered in blood and maybe not the most important important part of the collection. Uh, Paul, Dabs does not detect any magic in this room. Uh, Dora will open herself to psychic significance. And Roni will rifle the desk. Carefully, if possible. Yeah. Yeah, I I think this is is another in a series of... Overwhelming. Yeah, just achingly overwhelming sense of... and, And like particular specific heat coming off of every single one of these books as though this body has probably read all of them. So there doesn't seem to be like anything in this room that doesn't have psychic significance yeah. to Dora but in nothing some way. That is... Nothing that's glowing in a particular way. Um, but like this space was probably once um, sacred's not the right word, but uh, a focal point for for Dora and her studies, or Tima and her studies. Whoever was doing the studies His inside that body. body has spent a lot of time here. Exactly, exactly. Roni, on the desk, it does seem as though all of the the business affairs for the estate and for the Count's family, and maybe also for the county, are kept in this desk and that Mellison did much of the management of that. Tons and tons of ledgers and log books that would be super easy to toss into uh, exclamation space if you want to, yeah. Definitely way too much to go through in a quick glance, but uh, it looks like they're all there. This uh, western door, Yep. does that look like it goes into an area that would be above the hound room (laughs) below? Yeah. Based on how you would assume, and you've walked around the entire compound, mm-hmm. so you know the downstairs is the main hall with one building in the north, one building in the one room in the north, one yep. room in the south. You would guess that the upstairs is again the second floor of that hallway with 
probably bedrooms on the west side, so the outward-facing mm-hmm. side, and then two more, maybe larger or public spaces like this sitting room uh, above the downstairs rooms. So yeah, you probably got the you probably have the upstairs hallway through that door. Everybody, give me a perception check. Let me know if you get anything interesting. <laughs> Twenty-three. Mm. So interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Twenty. It's interesting. Oh. 32. Whoa. That's That's not interesting. (laughs) Not interesting. (laughs) This uh, this makes so much sense that it's Dabwick. Dabs. So, you you know, you come up the stairs with the gang there, and they're all looking around. Dora's, you know, doing something. Not even entirely clear what the fuck she's doing. She's just staring around with these huge eyes, looking over the space, seeing things you do not see. Total fucking creepy psychic shit. Roni's immediately going through the numbers, you know, and then Grip is scouting out the space uh, with a sort of strategic eye to where are the exits. And you start hearing, you, you, you open yourself up to detect magic. There's no magic in the room. But what's, what's that sound? It's very familiar. Oh my gosh. There are rats in the walls. You start to hear the telltale ticking, tattering, clicking of little rat feet scampering inside the walls of this room. And as you sort of follow that sound around, your, your halfling senses start to s- smell the, the distinct scent of rat shit and dead rats. And it's so strong the closer you get to the door to the hallway. And also significantly louder back down in the, uh, I'll ping here, down in the southwest corner. Y'all see that ping here? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So a little south of that door, there is the sound of, a, 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 the amount of rats below the floor <laughs> such that you would be called in to exterminate them. Yeah. Yeah. Look, everyone, we've got an infestation here of rats and uh, they do not sound domesticated or intelligent in any way. Um, I'm, I'm concerned. In fact, it's quite dangerous. They're outside the door? Mm, more like beneath this floor over here and uh, also out there. They are all around you. All right. They, they, uh, shall, we go, shall we go back downstairs, out and in through the southern room? Yeah, I'll give that a try. Yeah, yeah. Or we could go see what the hound is. Maybe he's a cute little dog. There is there is no door into the southern room on the first floor. You got <laughs> to go through the hallway. Or break a window. You can break well, a window we could point. listen at the door into the hallway on the ground floor. Sure, yeah. Head back down real quick Head and do back that. Down. Great. You gather around that <laughs> door to the... Uh, <laughs> you want to call it something to the main you're not hallway. allowed to let us... Here. The hound door. <laughs> Everybody, give me the perception rat room checks. Or whatever the uh, perception check. Twenty-seven. Twenty-five. Twenty-seven, or twenty, or thirty. Checking for traps. I don't know if an eighteen is interesting, but it's sure better than what I had last time. <laughs> it is, it's interesting for grip. <laughs> so maybe what maybe what grip tracks is, y'all are surrounded by rats. And so as you go downstairs, while well, everyone else is sort of focusing in on, is there any sound in this hallway? Like, you, Grip's eyes are just, like, tracking the ceiling, and you hear a little 
of rats in the space between the ceiling of this room and the floor of the upstairs room. Y'all, there's so many fucking rats in this place. Um, That's awful. It's really awful. But you know what rats carry? (laughs) No fucking fever. Yes. God damn it. No sound to be heard at the door. Roni up close by it. No sign of traps on the door, but it is definitely locked. Did we did we actually like throw this room too? Did we toss this room? Yes, sure. Okay. Consider it consider it tossed. Nothing right. of interest here. This seems like more of a a public feasting and debauchery space. All right. Check the door for traps. No traps. All it's right. locked. Uh, I will unlock it. I love us skirting around this body of the star vampire. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, your tokens Coming don't even want to walk on it. Yeah. 31. <laughs> oh, excellent. So with a soft snicked Roni unlocks the door to the main hallway. What uh what's going on spells wise? What do we what do we got going on here? Oh, that's a good call. I have mage armor. Mage armor's still going. It has now been long enough that my shield would have died out, I believe. I took it right before we came in. How many minutes does it last? Would have been five minutes. I think you still got it. Okay. Just give me another minute or so. Okay. What uh, do we're we, moving pretty quickly here? What okay. do we have as far as resources against swarms? Those um, everybody's got an alchemist fire, right? No. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just thank, my, thanks to the plant fight, right? Yep. Yeah. Just my big fucking meaty fists. Yeah, those are completely useless. No, no, they're not. No. Grip single-handedly took down a couple of the swarms in the chapel right. battle. Yeah. That's right. No, they're. Squash, rats, squash, squash. Rats are big enough that you can damage them with weapons. Okay. It's just like beetles or smaller insects or something like that. You can't. Used to fighting those in another campaign. Yeah. Anything else going? Uh, I've still got my dark vision going. Great. Grip is buffless. Dabwick is still has blend active. Uh, still has their oh. elixir of, of vision active which gives them that perception check bonus. Nice. And they are still in the shape of a gripply, a small uh, tree frog-like shape to give them them the uh, dex bonus. Sea invisibility lasts 10 minutes per level. Oh, great. That's a a very helpful reminder, Johnny. Thank you. I did not not realize that until I just looked at it. I was like, I'm sure it has to be like one minute per level. Oh, no, 10 minutes per level. So I am still able to clearly see anything that is invisible. Nice. All right, you can open that door and head into the hallway. I am going to stealthily yes. open that door. So we have a little 10-foot hallway here heading out of this dining room. Roni's at the front of it, at the door, right behind him, Grip. Right behind him, Dabs. And then around the corner, back in the foul, bloody dining chamber, Dora is out of sight of what's happening in the next area. Let me open this door for you. Roni. Can I ask a quick question? Yes. Our, um, our insect scout mentioned a trap door yes and that was that again that was in the room at the other end of this floor okay under a rug right not the bearskin rug i'm seeing in the (laughs) no okay that rug is actually a big puppy or it's a bear suit filled with rats (laughs) nice that i would bank on bear suit filled with rats is an amazing <laughs> Pathfinder monster. <laughs> I would run that. You'd run the shit out of that yeah. one. Alright. So, 
Roni stealthily opens the door. Give me that uh, stealth check there, Joni. 28. <laughs> that is the giggle of you're fucked or I'm fucked. I think it's us. Yeah, it's usually us. Like, if it was a 30. <laughs> Sometimes the giggle is, that's so fun that you managed to do that. This was not that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll learn uh, the difference in the giggles. Uh, this is totally that creepy moment where we're all hunched around the door and it's oh like, my God. And just in absolute silence, slightly creaky hinge because this door has not been uh, gone through maybe in 15 days, according to the tick marks, possibly. Just the sound of rats skittering in the walls and the ceiling above you as Roni opens the door to see. No, it's the hound. The top end of a, of a long hall clad with fine wood paneling. And the room gives the immediate impression of being an oversized, crazed curio cabinet. Thousands of items and knickknacks and art objects on display on the walls, on shelves, on small tables, on benches. Dozens upon dozens of paintings and tapestries of various sizes are hanging from the walls. And as you're looking at all of these portraits on these on these very tall walls going all the way up to the ceiling, it's like immediately, obviously, generations and generations of the same family. Like all of the men have the same look about them. And all of the women look to not share the same bloodline, but look eerily similar, as if like all the men in this family marry versions of their mother. <laughs> it's it's immediately like, whoa, wow, this is, this is totally fucked up. Uh, go ahead and move your token five feet forward and give yourself a peek down this hall. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm there now. <laughs> so it's it is 45 feet long, 15 feet wide. Again, in addition to the chaos on the walls and on the benches and on the cabinets and the tables, the whole floor is just covered in a spray of books. There's a giant bearskin rug down by the front door there about uh, 20 feet away from you. What's awful is what the fuck you see floating at the ceiling in the opposite corner of this hallway. Just standing on nothing Uh in midair at the corner where the walls meet the ceiling you see a conglomeration of blue and red blood vessels loosely in the shape of a wolf with a five-foot-long mouth and what appears to be a seven-foot-long probing red tongue. The ends of all of the tentacles that make up this hound-shaped creature drift off into smoke at the edges. It is standing on the air, invisibly, at the corner of the ceiling as you walk around the corner and look at it. Give me a will save. We're going to check your sanity. Here's a picture. Here's a picture. This is going to go well, I can tell. 
Oh, yeah, that's a 13 or a 14 versus extraordinary spelling oh and supernatural abilities of aberrations. Oh, oh, gosh. That's gross. Oh, that's that's very Stranger what the Things. Hell? That's Unacceptable. very Stranger that's Things. That's very Thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like the dogs in the kennel and the thing in the middle of turning. Oh, that's so hideous. I can't uh, hit the X on the screen. I can't stop looking at it. Ronnie, this thing has been after you your entire life. This thing may be whispered in Vaticus's ear to give him the idea to destroy your life systematically. Three more points of sanity damage. Fuck You're hell. back up to eight. Everybody roll initiative. Fucking hell. Oh, God. Oh, all right. Oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> Shit. What the hell? That's what a natural one on initiative looks oh, like. No. Oh, no. We'll, we'll start with grip there. What'd you get? Two. <laughs> Dabwick. Four. Dora. 21. And Roni. fuck am I going to do? 19. Seriously, tell me what I should do. Oh, God, this thing is awful. Does it have more than one attack per round? Well, I can't tell you. Well, that'll be a fun. That'll be a fun surprise. <laughs> I bet it does. All right. Round one starts with Dora, and I have I have to assume that this is like Katie Dora is like leaning near yeah. the corner, but not around the corner. Hears Roni gasp, yeah. and then m- probably mutter something about relating to the conspiracy very briefly. And you are on edge, and you're ready to act as you know something's going down with uh, whatever the fuck is in the next chamber. Which I can't see. Correct. Which I can't do anything until I can see it. Yeah, just walk in there, man. Okay, I... Everyone is. Yeah. So the only place. Yeah, because the, the place because it's a narrow on. hallway. <laughs> Everyone's just in a line. And you have to go all the way in the room in order to see it. And I and then I and then I have to just retreat, really, to get out of the way. You could hold. You could hold. I could hold. But I also could move into the room, make a will save and a knowledge check, and then get out again. Yeah. <laughs> Presuming it doesn't have a ready to action. Oh, it's invisible, though. You do not know that. <sighs> the, the creature is invisible, or the it was standing Bernie on invisible see. air? Yeah, I think, I mean, it, that's, what, right, that's, that's what it sounded like you were going to do, Katie. I think that's you're That's what I would do. I'd go, I'd go into the room, see nothing. And go right back out. Well, hang on. Yeah. So I go there. Intent is to go right back out. You go into this room, and you are immediately thrust back into the dream that you had while you were face down in the pool of blood at Dr. Lissandro's feet. This is the hallway where multiple versions of you, some Tima, some Dora, some mother, some child, some grown woman, some young kid, were all walking together through a space filled with drooling mouths and gaping eyes. And as you look up, you like the walls almost feel like these generations upon generations of foul, loathsome, lols mouths, drooling, gaping eyeballs, kind of leaking with tears, and you spot like one of the first pictures you spot is unquestionably a young Hazerton Pragmas Lowell's the fourth, dressed up in this dandy outfit, maybe three years old, 
sitting at a tea table next to an open window, painted with an adorable kitten. But what's awful about this picture is he looks fucking terrified of this cat. And immediately you're drowning in this sense of like, some artist put this child who's scared of cats and made them sit at this table day after day after day long enough to paint the child's horror of felines when he was just three years old. So much just roars through Dora's mind as she steps out, sees nothing, and presumably retreats. Yes. I, I mean, there's nothing to make a check on. You, you, you just see stuff. You see no creatures. This is so weird. I think she is a little overwhelmed by having been thrust back into that, which was her first dream, which was her first real um, meaty glimpse of this place, this room. And so she goes down there, she sees what she sees, and she kind of walks along the wall back and is reflecting. And her first encounter with the possibility of Tima being and like literally an enemy conspiring against you. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's yeah. always been this sense of a hostile positioning, yeah. but like that was the first time where it's like, oh shit, while I sleep. She's conspiring with the Tatterman while we sleep. Yes. Um, I, I also, uh, I think she's um, thrown by having compassion for Lowell's, the three-year-old boy afraid of cats. Terrified of cats. Does Roni clock that? Probably don't have eyes for anything but that. Yeah, I think I think you see the floating monster that Fair just enough. drove you mad. <laughs> Fair enough. Dora has a little bit of an out of time moment because, in a sense, she's already been in this room. Yeah. But there's let's... probably things in that room that are um, thought components to spells. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That it's very deja vu. Yes, I can think of a couple. We'll spin down to Roni now. The what? Yeah, what is Roni going through, Johnny? Because this is where we're up to you now. I think that based on what you just told me, that this thing has been whispering into Vaticus's ear that this is that I'm like, oh, it's on. You're my fucking enemy. Like I am. I did oh, not come here not to like, not to nice. take down the source. Not take down the, the source of the conspiracy. <laughs> oh, um, and he's cured, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we kill this thing, he's just um, good. Yeah. So, I. First of all, I'm going to make a knowledge check and see if I know what the fuck this thing is. So, what do I? What am I rolling my heart for? When you tell me what kind of knowledge check it is. Yep, planes. God damn it! All right. Twenty-three. Oh boy. And I'm going to add. Uh, I'm going to add some shame to that. That is a twenty-six. You know what this is. Yes, I do. And I think. It certainly drops a deep, dark pit into the bottom of your stomach. This is a hound of Tindalos. These are otherworldly predators from beyond the bounds of known reality. There's very little known about their nature, except that they appear in the material world seemingly in pursuit of those who have fucked up with either time or reality. They are drawn to places and people where reality has been warped or where time has been warped. They have never shown evidence of communicating or understanding mortals. They simply do not care. 
they just seem to hunt those that have messed with something in a way that seems to draw them. It's not even clear if it angers them or if they're trying to, you know, it's not like a, uh, you know, like the inevitables, those sort of like construct mm-hmm. outsiders that are like, you have broken the law, we will punish you for doing X, Y, Z. It's entirely unclear if, if they even consider what they're drawn to has been an affront or if it's like tasty to them or if... Doesn't to, matter. Doesn't matter. You know that they are outsiders. They're called the Hounds of Tindalos, but no one knows what Tindalos is. Um, <laughs> it's a world eaten by Carcosa. You know two things. You know that close contact with their visual organs can tear your flesh apart. Don't look into its eyes. Not even immediately clear what its eyes are. Is it those two things at the end of the two tentacles that sort of make up its kind of mouth? Or is it that little glob at the end of its spiky proboscis tongue? Unknown. And you also know that they move through the dimensions in ways that are simply impossible to comprehend. They can, as a swift action, greater teleport to any location that has a corner. Swift action? They emerge from angles. So people that study these things talk about mortals living in a curved reality, a soft reality. These creatures exist in hardness and angles. And they will, yeah, they'll pop out of corners, pop out of angles. Is there, is there the number of tick marks that were on the door? 15. The number of days that we've been in existence? Basically. Mm. Like maybe today hasn't been ticked yet because it's still in the midnight hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So we were the reality warping. Very likely. Which means that now that we're here and it sees us. You are prey. We are. There's. We're not going to be able to escape it. Well, the, this we is this is like a place this, where there's no corners. Yes, I mean that that yeah that that is certainly the thought that is going through Roni's head. Um, is it only interior corners? Any fixed angle, temporary angles created by cloth, flesh, or similar items are not significant. Are not sufficient. And, and is it safe to assume it doesn't matter if the corner is concave or convex? That's what I was asking. Yeah, as, oh, okay. as far as Roni knows, he thinks. Any kind of hard angle acts as a doorway. Gotcha. Terrible. It's truly disgusting. They are all over the world. <laughs> we will have to go underwater to escape this. So, what does Roni do now? <laughs> Maybe there's a small bit of comfort knowing that at least the people who are living and crashing here didn't have, have access to their entire house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something was hunting them, too. Uh, but how did they trap it in here? They didn't. This is where it was drawn to. I mean, why didn't it leave? Because this is where it was drawn to. Roni yells out, Everyone, outside, right now. It's a hound of Tindalos. Don't look in its eyes or it'll tear you up. It's invisible and stay away from any corners. 
I can teleport there. And I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm going to... Fuck. I can't tell if I should bolt that way or if I should literally try to go through this door. I don't know if it's locked or unlocked Let's or anything like that. Which door are you talking about? This, the front door the in front rug. of the bear rug. The door's outside? Mm-hmm. Um, I think last session you gave them a search before you went into the dining room. They were locked. Okay. Obviously there would be a visible latch here on this side, but you know you'd have to take an action to unlock it. Unlock it. But I could move and unlock it. Yeah. Yeah, you could. It's definitely within your move. Then, I mean, I, I, I feel like if I run the other way, then I'm going to be... Oh, no. Well, I could... Okay, I know that everybody is literally backed up on me right now. Yeah. But in reality, like, I just stepped through this. Would, ever, would I have had, like, a five-foot spot behind me to step into still? Like, I'm asking, like, can I step through the doorway, close the door, and then move? Yes. Realistically, you just sort of poked out into the hallway. Door ran by you, ran back in. You got the shit scared out of you. Sure, I'm fine with that. Okay. Well, then I'm going to step through the doorway and then close the door. But then I can't move, can I? That's the equivalent of a five-foot step. I'm fine with it. All right. Then I will keep moving. We're getting a little messy with the action economy here, but I think realistically, you just kind of like poked your head out. Shit went crazy. Whew. All right. Then I am running for the door. Jogging past, grip, dabs, Dora, the south side of the dining room table, Sploshing through your own blood on the floor <laughs> from the star when the star vampire exploded. And then the hound is up. It has a better uh, initiative than four? It somehow beat four. Wow. Shocking, I know. It has 17. It has 17. And then, Roni. Yep. Adding to your madness. Oh. It's. There is like a spray of blue fog comes pouring out of the southeast corner of this room, and then the tentacles emerge out of it, and bamf, it is inside the dining room with all of you. Ten feet. Is it visible? It is visible. Ten feet away. And the reason it's visible is because it is glaring its head around the room, looking at all of you actively. First thing, the three of you that had not yet seen it, I need to check your sanity. <laughs> Who's closest? Dora. Oh, debating whether a uh, shame point is worth it. Save your shame. <laughs> I've got a 10. Uh, Dabwick. 26. Grip. 8. Three more points for Dora and Grip. Ooh. Dora's at 11. Oh, shit. Grip's at 14. Oh, shit. Dabs. It looks... Oh, okay, great. It's only one. Dabs is at two points of sanity damage. What has Dabs experienced that these horrific things are barely impacting them? Darrow City. City of Madness. Underneath Casimir, right? Seen some shit. You have seen some shit. Yeah. You've seen some tortured people eating each other. Right. Yeah. You've right. experienced some stuff in your life. Right. Now, it compresses in on itself and then releases a <clears throat> of energy 
Everybody give me a will save as you begin to feel all of your muscles lock up. Mm. Oh, fuck. Oh my god! Roni. Oh, fuck. Is the 16 high enough? Oh, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend another shame point. Okay. Just burning right through these things. That's gonna be a... 18. Dora. 10. Dabwick. 18. Grit. Can I go back to the days when I rolled an 8? Uh, oh. Because I got a 5. Oh, no. Okay. I think we all just failed this. No. Dora and Grip failed. The two of you are slowed. You are staggered. You can take only a single move action or a standard action every turn, but not both. Minus one penalty on attack rolls, AC, and reflex saves, and you move at half speed. Gross. Yep. Bad. Real bad. Dabwick, you are up. As you see this thing, you begin to feel blood vessels tear inside your eyes. You look down at your hands, you see blood vessels underneath the flesh of your hand start to split apart. You feel a terrible ripping sensation all over your body. You know you're somehow making eye contact, whatever that means with this thing. You've got the option here to close your eyes and be blind or to try to avert your gaze and make it slightly harder for its gaze attack to take effect on you. Avert. Each round, there's a 50% chance to avoid having to attempt the saving throw, and the creature has concealment. Okay, here we go. Oh, I'll let you roll it. Give me a percentile. One through 50, you don't have to, you're not affected by the, you managed to avoid the gaze, of, the gaze attack. 85. Oh, my God. Oh, God, this is really bad. Thank God, you're not going to kill Dabwick. And that is the end of Chapter 66. We're going to pick this fight up next time. Oh, my God. Dark Nexus is a creation of Plug and Hum Productions. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Inc. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com slash community use. And for more information about Paizo and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. That's P-A-I-Z-O dot com. Dark Nexus uses music and soundscapes by Sirenscape. Check them out at sirenscape.com. That's S-Y-R-I-N-S-C-A-P-E dot com. Opening and closing themes along with additional music composed by Rob Kozlarik. Artwork for Dark Nexus is by Matt Walquist. Special thanks to Toy, without whose generosity this project would not have been possible. And thanks to DMCP, Richard and Ari, Paul and Shannon, Chris, Scotty, Jason, Jess, Joe, Chelsea, Matt, Dave, Darren, and everyone we've gamed with over the years for all the memories and inspiration. WTPK. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. Two tags. Season good. two tag. <laughs>